No worries. Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, ladmen, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike. And welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM. And I am your co-host, Robbie. Got a little bit of a cough this week, JM. Sorry about Have that. Have you, Robbie? I, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, it's difficult to notice. I try to keep it as inconspicuous as possible. Well, thanks for letting me know now. And yeah, that's no problem, man. And the that's... viewers at home. <laughs> it is a beautiful sunny day in London today. My yeah? goodness. Yeah. Nice. I went Lovely. out for a ride on my bike and uh, it was glorious. Oh, that's great. It's a beautiful sunny day here. Uh, cool. I haven't been on my bike because it's still pretty early for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess for listeners at home, I mean, do they care? They probably don't even care that you're recording what? this in the morning and I'm recording this in the evening. I think they know by now. Well, yeah. I think but they hey, they, they might be new. And if you're new, welcome. What they don't realize is that you record in your morning and I then come back in my evening yes. and record my part to match your dialogue. Yes, that's correct. So there's no actual live discussion going on. I've got to like fill in these spaces with things that hopefully match up with your responses. Yeah. And then I have to edit it all together to make it sound like a natural conversation. It's a lot of work. Yeah. People need to understand that we put an awful lot of work into this show. So they should not off. only subscribe, mm-hmm. <laughs> they should <laughs> tell all of their friends and uh, say nice things about us at all times. They should. They really, really should. Hey, JM. Hey, I, I. So this week we don't have a guest. And last week we didn't have a guest. No. Uh, and that's not because we're unpopular. We're really popular. <laughs> and people are knocking down our door to come on the show. Yeah. But folks, let me just tell you, JM and I, we don't always have the energy to sit down and entertain somebody who's just in and out of this podcast studio in the blink of an eye. They're not here Shifts every week like us, yeah. putting in the hard work, the hard mm-hmm. graft, the mm-hmm. long hours, the mm-hmm. sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I've done something slightly radical. Mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've, I've come up with, after 18 months <laughs> of, of forecasting, uh-huh. I've come up with sort of a format for us to use, uh-huh. which means that maybe, just maybe, uh w- we will uh we will know what we're talking about some of the time when we're I on the forecast didn't realize you were going to make the format um public knowledge i thought that was just for us in the background here oh shit that's a good point <laughs> well okay so everyone listening to this right forget about that forget i said that from now on just when you listen to the forecast just know that we know what we're doing you you can trust us. Feel safe and secure. Yeah. We have you. Well, anyway. How are you, Robbie? I'm good. I'm good. Um it's been uh it's been an interesting week. Yeah. Yeah. 
lots going on. Yeah. Lots happening. Yeah. Um, we're currently working in the world of Devolver. Um, I've been working on a few bits and pieces that are quite exciting things that are coming up soon. Um, so we're going to be uh, talking a little bit more about uh, some of the games that are coming out soon. So for those people that are interested, um, you might hear a little bit more about Inscription soon. You might hear a little bit more about Shadow Warrior 3 soon. Uh, you might even hear a little bit more about Check to Yomi soon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and maybe even some Weird West as well. There's so Cult of the Lamb, just right out. Fuck Cult of the Lamb. Well, you know, Cult, Cult of, of the Lamb's lamb. had its... shit, Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> Cult of the Lamb's had its moment in the spotlight, and now it's got to make way for, for the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mostly what I've been getting up to. Oh, and I've been going to our office. We have an office now. Yeah. Over here in London town. Yeah, so uh, I'm currently in the process of uh, decorating. I'm going to be doing some decorating there. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Ugh, I wish we had an office over here. Well, when you come to London, you'll be able to come to the office. So That's terrific. Yeah. I'm not allowed in London, sadly. Oh, you're still banned. Yeah, yeah, well, queens uh, have long memories. <laughs> they do. I do. I really disgraced, do. Uh, disgraced knight of the realm, yeah. Yeah. JM. Yeah, she's mad because I ghosted her after a Tinder date. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. I just didn't want to. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I mean. She's too young for me. I like old. <laughs> I like a proper old, like, crypt keeper from... Tales from the Crypt. Wow. My dream date. Hey, you know, I was listening to... So there's a, another podcast that I listen to called uh, The Purple Stuff Podcast. Uh-huh. And they just did an episode where they talked about the 1990 Horror Hall of Fame. Yeah. And it was like a TV special that went out that was sort of like a parody of the Oscars and had all uh horror folks and awards for horror films and stuff oh my god and um robert england uh was the host Mm -hmm. uh but before like the ad breaks and stuff he he would throw over to the crypt keeper who was like on the side of the stage (laughs) (laughs) and he would do like a little you know like a a, you know a few gags (laughs) and a segue uh yeah so oh that's terrific yeah, amazing. I really want to watch that show. Yeah, now. that sounds great. Ah, uh, so what have you been up to anyway, Jim? Ah, uh, I've been depressed. Um, oh no. Yeah, it's it's it, it took me a while to figure it out. I mean, you know, lots of shit going on in the world and all mm. that jazz and you know, yeah. life, you know, stresses and all that, but it, it took me I'm like I've been feeling really really lonely like the mm. past week or so. Like it's been bad. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's you know partially like you know being lockdownish, but I, it it finally hit me that it's PAX, 
right. uh, PAX was supposed to happen, and this is like, you know, and I'm sure I say this every time a show, come, you know, should have happened. It's like, that's that's just when I get to see everybody and be a real yeah. person and, uh, you know, do, you know, there's so much satisfaction in work where I'm plugging things in and either they work or they don't. And if they don't, I keep working with it until I fix it and it works. Yeah. Like, there's a satisfaction to that, you know. Um, podcasts, streams, all these, you know, more artistic things are great. Uh, they're wonderful, but there's, there's, you know, it was like, it was like, it was like when I was in college and I was doing theater classes for a long time and they were great. But then I did a math class. I was doing algebra two or whatever. And it was just so nice that there was a correct answer. Yeah. I know <laughs> what you no mean. There's no ambiguity. Yeah. It's either right or it's not. It either works or it doesn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, or it kind of, it mostly works and you have to manage it, you know, whatever. It can get nuanced and stuff. But, yeah, so uh, I biked over. Well, I took the ferry over to Seattle and I biked around all day and I saw Matt and I saw JR. We still need to get JR on this show. We do. Um. And, uh, you know, hung out with them and, uh, you know, I didn't go into the convention center. We didn't have, I didn't have a pass or anything like that, but I went by it and there was way too yeah. many people out front. I was like, oh goodness gracious, this is, wow. this is like real packs. Wow. Um, but I would have liked to have gone into it because, yeah. uh, you know, it looked like my favorite kind of packs, which is like just empty. Like the kind of place where you could like, like carnival bark at people to come play your games and it would be because <laughs> right. there's not like a ninety thousand dollar stereo system bombarding yeah. everyone with yeah. the same 15 second opening soundtrack of the latest triple a first person shooter with innovative first person shooter technology <laughs> uh so yeah that's been uh that's been that but uh other than that playing no man's sky Oh, um, did that just get a big update? Another it one. It did. It has been getting more updates. Yeah, and uh, I just decided I was going to give it a shot. Uh, and it's nice. It's does. I, I've got. I you know I still uh, am living on PS4. Uh, mm, me so too. it's it's gotten a little crashy. Oh. Uh, so. So I might not keep playing that on PS4. So then I started playing. Uh, um, what is it called? Disco Elysium again. Oh, which I, which I played for a long while when it first came out, but ha- hit a bug. Oh no! Real hard after, like it, basically, I worked really hard to get through this one part of the game without dying, because uh, my character had very little mental fortitude, and uh, and I finally got through it, and then I went and talked to the next person, and the game crashed before I had saved. And, uh, oh, <laughs> so that was, was just, it, it was... was was it the the conversation with the like the union boss guy? Uh huh. Yeah, I had the same crash. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I and I'd I'd fucked I'd fucked it up so many times, like yeah. just getting through that conversation. Yep. And so so once that happened, I was just oh. I I I quit. I couldn't. You know. You know that thing where you, yeah, I was the same. Yeah. So I'm excited to get back into it. I'm surprised, like, how much and how little I actually remember from it. But god damn, that game is amazing. It's it's probably... it's. I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite games ever. It's probably one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Like, I mean, objectively. 
Yeah, it should be in like museums. Yeah, like in the future, like when people are doing like lit classes on video games. Yeah, uh, I think that game has to be in there. It's Just... one of those that you you want to hold. You want to be able to hold up and say, "Look, this is what video games are capable of. Like, yeah. this is what is possible if you really." think <laughs> yeah and and really think about you know the what the medium offers like this is what you can achieve it's like yeah. oh my god it's an unbelievable game it's so good so um, yeah i'm excited to be getting back into that and uh yeah uh i went ahead and made my own character which was maybe not the best idea because it it like a couple of aspects of him i'm like oh no this is this makes me worried about myself as a person <laughs> <laughs> i realized very quickly the kind of uh yeah alcoholic cop i wanted to be <laughs> deep down inside and uh yeah. i think i was described at one point in the game as like uh oh god i can't even remember what it was uh that's a shame i can't remember how Damn. i was described but it was like some kind of like, yeah, like rock star, you know, renegade, mm. um, you know, that has little to no uh, moral compass. <laughs> and... <laughs> but yeah, oh man, it's yeah, superstar. Yeah. I think I think he, I think he calls himself a superstar cop. Yeah, um, man, what a fucking great game. Yeah, I mean, just the writing is just—it's so subtle. It's it, and yet not like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like like I don't know, like yeah, it's yeah, it's about as subtle as like a baseball bat with nails driven through it, <laughs> but like the nails are exquisitely rendered. So yes, there's nuance. <laughs> I don't know how how to just, like that fucking game is incredible. Yeah, uh, are you so, playing yeah. the final cut? I'm playing whatever's on PlayStation. I think, I think it's the final, the final cut. cut. It's yeah. got the VO, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. Um there the, the the first voice does sound like uh oh what's his name? Uh from the Mighty Boosh and uh the British Bake Off uh oh, Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding. The, the like the opening like you wait right. in the dark. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. That's not an Australian. But um, like uh, um, but he's doing like his Cockney. Yeah, like, it yeah. It sounds yeah. like his Cockney guy. Yeah. But it's really it's so good. I mean, and it and it works. But yeah. And then Monster Train on the uh, on Switch. Ah, yeah. So what is... can you tell me about Monster Train? Because I don't really I know, I'm aware of it, but yeah. I don't really know a great deal about it. Uh, it's one of those like uh, deck builder battle games it's i mean it's clearly a direct descendant of um uh slay the spire right but it's not as ugly as slay the spire <laughs> um again I'm, I'm i'm sure i've said this anytime i mentioned slay the spire that is the ugliest game i've ever seen and loved <laughs> like it's so weird because it's a really good game like the mechanics yeah, feel so good but it is the ugliest fucking piece of shit uh so monster train isn't as ugly and it isn't as brutally hard as um as slay the spire there's 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 more mechanics there's more you know units and characters so it's a little more uh it's it's uh there's it's broader uh but it's a lot of fun it's a good it's a good time killer and it's fun and it's dumb and silly uh and and very strange point of view on demons and angels 
Oh yeah. <laughs> like the, the the intro is like hell our home. Oh sorry, my phone's not muted. Uh, but yeah, like um like hell our home, and it's like about how like the the angels came and kicked all the demons out of hell, and you're on this last train to um to relight the spark in hell, and you have to fight all these mean old angels to get there. Oh. <laughs> it's it's really wow. cute. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's got a lot of fun mechanics, and there's this, there's you unlock different like demon factions, and uh, they each have different play mechanics. It's a great time killer. Yeah. It's a great like waiting for Robbie to be ready to forecast. <laughs> I guess I'll play Monster Train for a while. Look, sometimes I'm busy, JM. No, you have to do the real work. You, have to, <laughs> you, you are an important piece of Devolver Digital and how the, the company functions. Oh, I don't know about that. I do. Um, well, that sounds cool. I'm going to have to check out Monster Train, I think. Yeah. Because I, I think I've we been, have some codes in the Slack if nobody grabbed them all. I've been getting... Uh, I'm, I'm getting more curious about these card games. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I'll be honest, it's because... Uh, we mentioned it before on the forecast, but um, with uh, Dust Biters coming out, um, yeah. thanks to our friends... Um, and talking to some of my friends about that and other games, it's it's making me just like, I don't know, a little bit more curious. I was watching. Oh, this is this is when you know it's bad. I was watching a YouTube video the other day uh, where someone was uh, had received some Magic the Gathering cards in the mail, and uh, they used to you know play magic the gathering when they were younger or whatever and then there was like a new set out or something so they were just someone had just sent them um you know it's like fan mail yeah and they just got some uh magic the gathering cards i've never been never given a shit about magic the gathering um yeah. but then this person was uh opening the cards and was explaining a little bit about them and how there were these throwback cards to like the original game and stuff like this and suddenly just oh, my fucking stupid like brain that just loves like collectible stuff i was like hmm maybe i should uh maybe i should have a look at some magic the gathering cards and oh, thankfully i didn't take it any further than that but nice oh nice. did you ever play magic the gathering i never played magic the gathering i had the star trek next generation version There's of a like star a, trek like a next generation game and then i had what? a star wars one um i mean this was back in you know the 90s when magic was first like you know blowing up and so they were making all these other ones but yeah there was a star trek i wonder if my dad still has them in a closet somewhere i hope he does that'd be great um i hope i didn't like you know be like i guess i'll sell these because i'm a man now i hate it when I do dumb dumb shit like that. Uh, but yeah, no, they were cute. There was a what was funny is there was actually like like and it was after the series was ended, so there were like there were cards about the end of the series. Like so, if you did like that weird like reverse time wormhole thing, you could basically end the game and nobody wins. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like destroys all cards if not ref like you know fixed by Q or whatever it was. I can't remember. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, yeah. Was, Star Trek Next Generation customizable card game, Brady by yeah. Brady Games. I'm looking at <laughs> it now. A load he googling. Oh shit! Uh oh. Goodbye, Robbie. Uh, well, games like Monster Train or Slay the Spire aren't 
quite like that. Right. At all. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're different. Like you, you more like a Hearthstone kind of thing, is it? Uh, no. Hearthstone, I think, is more like magic than uh, than like Monster Train is like Hearthstone. Oh, Basically, okay. it's you've got characters that are like you, you've got a battle happening, and you have a small deck of cards, and then you get your hand played, and you do your actions. Like you have only so many like action points per turn. I mean, I guess it's similar, but there's no other player. There's no other deck, and your deck is really small. And so, like, over the course of the game, like, your objective is to, like, get more cards, but not too many cards, because you have too many cards, then, you can, you know, you don't get the cards you want in time to do any good. Um, yeah. I guess, hmm. I guess, yeah. Like, Inscription is closer. Okay. Than Hearthstone. Well... Color me intrigued. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, inscription is very different. But like mechanically, like the way the card aspect of the game plays out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Right. Well, I'm definitely uh, gonna be looking for the Star Trek customizable card game <laughs> on eBay after this. All right. If I still have mine, we'll 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 play a game uh, when next we meet. Oh, 100 percent. That would be hundred percent. Um. Amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the most boring episode of the forecast ever. It's Jay and Robbie. <laughs> no, we'll have to stream our, that. Our we'll battle. have to stream that. We'll get on That's the true. we'll get on Twitch for that, definitely. Yeah. Um well I haven't been playing any card games this week. Um but I did finish Psychonauts. Nice. The Good. original Psychonauts, which I really enjoyed, even though uh the last level, which is called Meat Circus, uh is Oh, it's a struggle. Ah. It's a real struggle. Um, kind of all of the worst aspects of old, uh, you know, kind of first generation 3D platforming games all oh, no. just rolled into one long, seemingly endless uh, boss rush. Um, it was fucking brutal <laughs> i'm not gonna lie uh to the point where i had to uh not play the game for a few days uh, four or five days i think it was before i finally went back and finished it and it, it turned out that all i needed to do was like two more sections um, oh nice yeah so it was good that you, but i had to, i literally had to walk away from it at one point because it was just driving me mental um but after that um this weekend i played uh so there's a vr game uh called the something rhombus of ruin it's called <laughs> um yeah and i uh i i played that this weekend and that was good fun um it, it was kind of uh it's really interesting because it takes place immediately following the end of the first game um, the first oh oh the psychonauts, psychonauts yeah yeah um so immediately following the end of that game uh the vr game starts and uh it's kind of a little self-contained adventure uh and it does some fun things um a couple of things were a bit annoying that obviously when the when this game came out um 
it was uh, when the quality, the overall quality of VR headsets was lower. Uh, so uh-huh. the definition, you know, is lower. It's not you know full HD in the headset, and um, it's a little bit creaky. Uh, doesn't work yeah. great, but uh, overall it was really good. The last kind of boss part uh was really cool it felt really like it felt like it was really taking advantage of it being a vr game oh nice so that was really fun um and uh yeah and so now i'm looking forward to playing psychonauts 2 that's gonna be my next adventure lovely but i also did uh some street fighting nice Nice. This weekend, and uh, I have uh, rather stupidly entered a Street Fighter V tournament, <laughs> <laughs> which is taking place in a couple of weeks in London. Nice. Is there, um, is there an entrance fee? Yeah, it's a proper... It's called Winner Stays On. It's yeah. at the Red Bull Gaming Sphere in London. Nice. Um, so far... Uh, it includes uh, many of the best players in the country. <laughs> uh, and I'm one of those uh, competitors. So I I don't imagine I'll make it past my uh, my first round match, but you never know. Well, uh, I hope you make it at least three rounds in. Oh, very good. Yes. At I least three. Three rounds in. I, I I I'm hoping that this is the beginning of a of a sports anime for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you don't win when you first commit. You're gonna get your. You're gonna get. You know. You're gonna get. Yeah. Your dick exactly. I have to. I have to grow stronger from the bitter defeat. Yeah. At the hand of the whoever beats me will ultimately become my greatest rival, but also or, perhaps my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Well, everyone my journey... in the stands will psychically know exactly what's going on all yeah. the time. My journey begins uh, uh, September eighteenth. Nice, very yeah. nice. So um, I'm what? Well, I was about to say I'm starting a journey tonight, but I I, I didn't want to. If there was more about uh, your Street Fighter journey, nope. You have a theme song yet, or anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> i don't actually speak japanese but i wish i did wow um i'm starting night school tonight ah that's exciting yeah very excited about that uh what are you uh going to be studying uh night how to be a knight I guess I start as a squire and work my way up. I'm not really sure how it works. You're trying to worm your way back into the Queen's good books, I see. I am, I am, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's like a local thing and they like do like, you know, battles for like Renfests and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, that's the dream right there. Living at Renfests uh, and (laughs) and doing that. I mean, God, I would love that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Wow. Well, it means that uh, we'll have a journey for people to follow (laughs) every week on the forecast now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We'll be learning about, like, JM, like, physical training, and then Robbie's, like, 
doing the, you got to do like hand stretches do they like have like like hand stretches for street fighter tournaments i like, don't know do i haven't really do? thought about that because my maybe. wrists are shit yeah maybe i mean they're all gonna be i me turning up to this street fighter tournament as if it's not gonna be obvious enough that i'm out of my depth and you know it'll be like the saloon doors opening you know and the piano mm. stops and, <laughs> and everyone mm. turns to look i mean um, but yeah. I also I also play uh, using a PS4 pad <laughs> instead of like a big yeah, like, gaming of a thing. Stick. Yeah, I thought you bought. Didn't you get a stick? Yeah, I, I did. But I, I you do don't like the, the stick. Pad. Yeah, you prefer, prefer the pad. The pad. Yeah. Nice. So I'm setting out my stall. Um, nice. No, I love it. Like everybody's in the arena, and there's like a lull in the music, and smoke yeah. comes wafting up from the entryway, and then Robbie. <laughs> walks da, da, in slowly da, da, yeah da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> where's his fight pad where's his fight pad where's his fight pad and then like you know you just like pull your playstation controller and like blow yeah. the dust off i might should and... I, I i might get a holster i'll get a holster for oh my it. god get a holster <laughs> oh my god get a holster i'm gonna get a fake sword get a holster oh uh, sick yeah i'm gonna get a yeah. playstation controller PlayStation holster, controller holster. <laughs> it just mounts get one where you can mount it to your belt buckle yeah and uh when they ask me when i have to sign in they're gonna be like oh what's uh you know what's your what's your name i'm just gonna say the cowboy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the cowboy's eliminated in round one <laughs> off the bronco <laughs> as soon as the gate opens oh that's terrific that's exciting well if yeah you, uh, i am excited you know, it's gonna be really fun yeah if you think to uh you know record little segments when you get in there you know like record little updates and we'll oh you know, yeah that's a great idea do a little, we'll have a little do a little vlog yeah but yeah, yeah. like an audio blog yeah yeah okay. is it so it's just a one day of all the all yeah. the fights happen in one day yeah Okay. 64 person tournament oh that's um, it yeah oh you know that's that's great your odds are way better than i thought yeah yeah nice. 64 oh, to one. yeah yeah i mean <laughs> those are the best odds i've had at anything <laughs> <laughs> that's terrific yeah no you're gonna be you're gonna be in the top 32 whoa you reckon yeah yeah, yeah. i got a well, sense we'll for see. these things We'll see. Well, moving on. Um, I've got a few uh, little uh, updates, weekly updates, I'm going to call them. Nice right. little original segment that I've titled here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not... time for the weekly updates. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that's the jingle now. I'm going to clip <laughs> that and play it every week. <clears throat> Um, to my shame we don't have uh too much going on at the moment um uh, i alluded to some uh some news that might be upcoming but excitingly uh this week this friday uh which i think is the is it this friday yeah this friday what's the date on friday the 10th, 10th. uh the 10th of september of it september. is it is the uh 6th anniversary of dropsy 
Amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, so Dropsy is six years old. Um, I believe there will it will have a little uh, little promotional offer online so if you haven't played dropsy uh mm-hmm. or you want to recommend it to someone they can probably pick it up uh for for a small discount or maybe even a sizable discount i don't know <laughs> but <laughs> the point is it's six years old uh so now is as good a time as any uh for people to have a little go on dropsy Aww. yeah it's fun i love dropsy yeah it's the best i can't believe it's six years old though that's crazy yeah yeah, that's wild. I think it, I think I'm due another playthrough of Dropsy, actually. Yeah, yeah. And I nice. think this Friday might just be the day to do it. <laughs> you know, it'll be this this six year anniversary of Dropsy's release. No way. Yeah, way. Holy shit. Yeah, September 10th here in the states or October 9th in the UK. Um. Wait, is it? Did it come that out was a too? date formatting joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That was such a bad joke. It was, that but was... I, it got me. It was so dumb. <laughs> it was so dumb. Uh... Well, um, play Dropsy, everyone. Uh, it's a lovely game about a clown um, who has a very ugly face, but... Um... But he just wants to make the world a happier place. He does. He does. It's really good. And it's he succeeds. So I think he succeeds in his mission. Um, other fun things. Uh, no, that's it really. Uh, <laughs> we've got. Uh, speaking of, oh no, what were you going to say? I was going to say we we're still doing uh, Ask the Abyss. Oh so, yeah. Um, every Tuesday at five p.m. Pacific. Uh, we on twitch.tv slash Devolver Digital uh, we're having the devs from Phantom Abyss hop on and they answer questions that are being asked in the Phantom Abyss Discord so you join the Discord you ask the questions come watch the show you don't have to watch the show live but uh, you know there's VODs and all that stuff but uh, yeah we got Phantom Abyss on yeah doing answering questions it's really nice we've had uh, we've had Ben the uh, the creative director We've had Joshua, the lead programmer, and yesterday we had Matze, uh, who's the the lead artist. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's been really nice. How uh, and th- I keep getting worse at the game somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, you so you play when you're on stream as well? I play, they read and answer questions, and I, you know, participate in the conversation, but mostly I just suck at phantom abyss oh well that's good because then people have to go and find your ghost and and see how uh bad you were we've had a couple folks like be like like get my my you know my follow code so they could rescue my ghosts so all my whips are restored to me so it's it's nice having like yeah the, the fans of the game that are actually good at the game uh there to rescue my uh dumbass excellent well, that's yeah. a good enough reason for everyone to get involved. <laughs> Time to save JM. I should probably <laughs> just have my, like, follow code on there just so people can, like, just have it up at all times. So, like, all right, yeah. you want to save just that? please help me. <laughs> save that whip. I need that whip. I don't even use the fa- fancy whips anymore because I get so depressed when they get locked out. <laughs> I know. I, I just stuck with Old Faithful. Yeah. I'm like, look, I can't get used to that other whip because it's not going to be with me next round. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Monster Train, you mentioned. I did. Uh, that's a Good Shepherd game, right? It is. Uh, Good Shepherd uh, has a publisher sale next week. Ooh. Yeah. I Again, the friends of the show... Even though they've never been on the show, but we could well, probably have sister company from of the Devolver. show. Yeah, friends of Devolver, uh, Good Shepherd, uh, they have a publisher sale, so I guess Monster Train might be up for a cheeky little discount. Yeah, nice. Maybe. Nice. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in uh, Monster Train. Uh, yeah, I think that's all of the Devolver news for the week. <laughs> Devolver news for the week. Um, but what else has been going on in the world? I hear you cry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, unfortunately, I don't have any updates on the man on the German TV show who asked where GTA 6 was. Um, (laughs) Either, either what's happened to him or what's happened to GTA 6. I I tried to uh, do some investigative journalism to find out more about what happened, but Uh I came up empty handed, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, you even beaten GTA Five? Have I? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, then you don't got to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, don't call it a throwback. <laughs> uh, I tell you what did excite me this week, though, JM. Uh, Alan Wake is getting a remaster. Yeah, I've never played that, so I'm excited to play it. Yeah. Everyone is very, you know, goes on about it. So. I really loved it um, back when it first came out. Um, I was a little bit worried about whether or not it still holds up. Um, yeah. But my fr- a friend of mine played played it this year, I think, for the first time uh, on Xbox. And um, yeah, he loved it uh nice so um yeah i'm pretty hopeful about it i mean i'm definitely gonna play it again yeah i'm excited to see kind of how they jazz it up nice but yeah i'm really excited about that did you play control did we yeah i didn't i didn't get into it but i played it okay yeah i played it and i i enjoyed it for the most part um yeah yeah, so i'm excited to see what they do next as well but Alan Wake is going to be well worth checking out. I think he'll, I think he'll, I think he'll enjoy it. Yeah, this yeah. I think the only reason I didn't get it the first time it was like a, it was a, it was a 360 title, right? Mm-hmm. It was like one of the early 360 titles, mm. and I didn't have a 360 yet. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, it was only available on that for a really yeah. long time. Uh, I've still got the collector's edition actually, which is really cool. It actually comes with a book written by Alan Wake. <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, because he he's an author. Um, Wait, there's a real Alan Wake? No, oh, okay. it's kind of like that fourth wall kind of thing. Got it. Yeah, um, but it's also kind of the the setting is the is kind of a Pacific Northwestern kind of town, yeah, um, and stuff. So um, that that that's similar to where you live. That might be be interesting to you. (laughs) Well, this game is trash, but it looks like home, so. (laughs) That's why I like The Getaway. Do you remember The Getaway? I do remember The Getaway. I liked The Getaway. Yeah, it's a fucking sick game. Yeah, I had to put it on mirror mode so that I could drive correctly, but it was great. 
Oh, very good. Dang. Apparently I'm on these, <laughs> apparently I'm on these like, do you know the difference between the United States and Britain? Jokes today. Um, yeah, I liked the getaway. It was really cool. It was neat. Yeah, it's a uh, sick game. I love that. Yeah. I'd love to see a new version of it. Yeah, I'm surprised more people don't make games like that. Yeah. I, I guess they're incredibly difficult or whatever, but I mean, like, the mapping, like, satellite mapping of cities, like, they have that. You can just buy that data. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have it on our phones. No, but I mean, like, 3D, like, mapping of, like, like the buildings and shit like that. Like, yeah. survey data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, like interiors, you mean, and stuff. I, I mean, not interiors, but I mean, like, you know, the height of buildings. I mean, I guess oh, yeah. we have it on our phones. But I mean, like, yeah. you know, clear data that you could, that then you could use in, like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, they could make a one-to-one version of a city or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, like, didn't Watch Dogs do that? Wasn't that supposed to be Chicago or something? Oh, did they? Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I thought the getaway was, wasn't it? Getaway was getaway was London, a yeah, like, of London, yeah, an accurate map of London. I th- I don't think it was one to one. I think they sort of uh, made it slightly. Uh, they pushed everything together a bit more, but it was like oh, accurate okay. in terms of like where everything is. Nice. Yeah. Oh man, I really want to play that again now. <laughs> Such a cool game. I loved like the cutscenes as well, with like live action with actors and stuff. Oh, really? I don't yeah. remember the cutscenes. Yeah, it was really good. Oh man, sick game. Um, <laughs> I learned an acronym today, which I had no idea existed, and I think is slightly ridiculous. All right. It's frog, F R O G. Do you know what Fucking Robbie always getting it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're right, JM. I didn't learn the acronym. I created it. <laughs> I lived it. No, supposedly it stands for fully remote organization. And this is what people are using to refer to the post-pandemic... Where's the uh, G? Restructuring of companies that, you know, have moved to working from home instead of working in an office. Where's the G? That's just fro. Yeah, I know. That's Fully why I find it really strange. Frog. Organization. That's not Fully frog, remote organization. Fro. Frog. Why have, well, I, I don't understand why it needs an acronym. Yeah. No. Yeah. And why do we even need to refer to it as fully remote organization instead of just working from home? Yeah. Are they trying to, are the, are the corpse trying to like claim it for their own now? Exactly. Fucking corpse. Exactly. They're going to monetize it. <laughs> <laughs> going to sell it back to us. Yeah. Exactly. We're going we're gonna to let you rent a room in your own home to work from. Yeah. That, that's it. There's going to be a frog. Uh, like levy or like a tax yeah. isn't there where it's like yeah. well if you're a frog worker that gets designated on your mm-hmm. on your on your uh pay slip and so much percentage is like taken out of your salary or something mm-hmm. motherfuckers mm-hmm. maybe we'll finally get rid of all like the big tall buildings that'd be neat yeah that would They're be grotesquely inefficient yeah 
unless you're uh, putting them in a, a video game. Sure. Well, if they're in a video game, then, you know, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to heat them. No, it's just window dressing. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're, just, they're just big heat sinks. They're just big heat sinks. <laughs> they are. Um, this is going off topic somewhat. Um, which is unlike me, I know. Yeah. But... I mean, Frog was on topic. Do you remember when uh, we were talking about Gundam? Um, uh-huh. Talking about how the model kits... We were talking with Rasmus about the model kits uh-huh. being Gunpla. Uh-huh. And it stood for Gundam Plastic. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Devolver Discord uh, person... A uh, person who is on the member of the Discord. Huh? <laughs> uh, Zach. Z-A-K. Uh, they told us this week in the forecast uh, thing on uh, on Discord. Um, I'm very good at Discord. <laughs> um, yeah. Gundam itself, the word, is... Um, derived from the Japanese merging the words gun and freedom to make Gundam. That's how they came up with the name Gundam. Well, as an American, um, that checks out. (laughs) Guns equal freedom. There you go. Freedom to gun, freedom to... Yeah. I, on the ferry back from Seattle... Uh, it was a late night ferry, and I was on my bicycle, and there was a guy there with a matte black motorcycle, and he had been talking to someone else before we got on the boat about his motorcycle, about how he like you know really wanted to buy it. And I'm trying to buy a motorcycle right now. I've been trying for a couple of months. Whoa. Um, <clears throat> we'll see if I get one. Uh, I I had, I had, I put a deposit on one, and then it just never never shipped because COVID or whatever, right? Um, but um. Like a tiny motorcycle. But this guy's was like super fancy, right? So I was getting ready to get off the boat. And the bicycles and motorcycles are next to each other. Bicycles get off first. And I uh, I, uh, I, I, said, oh, does Batman know that you stole his motorcycle or something <laughs> like that? Because it looked, it looked very Batman. Yeah. Um, and it was a really cool motorcycle. And he started talking. And uh, there, was a, there was talking. It wasn't really a conversation because it didn't really matter what I said. Um, but it very quickly turned into uh, there was a there was going to be a Blackberry Festival in in Bremerton where I live and, and I mentioned that and he uh, I was like oh you going to that and he because he had started talking about conventions and he's like no uh, the only thing I go to is the the whatever whatever shootout and I was like oh uh huh and then he was talking about it's a it's a group it's a gathering of like law enforcement former law enforcement former military we get out there and you can say whatever you want you can say you need non pc without anybody going and he made like a like a weird baby noise um and he was just you know talking about it he was talking about how exciting it is when they bring out the zombie ballistic dummies basically it's like that ballistic gel so you can see how much damage like it's it's designed to mimic human bodies and uh and uh, so you can see how much damage your different ammo does and he's like it looks like zombies i was like "Uh uh-huh that look like people cool uh of course they do uh and then uh yeah and then he started going on about like uh how all the people in seattle are sheeple and uh 
And he was, yeah, he was having a big old time. And he's like, Survival 101. And I was like, yeah, don't look like a zombie. Uh, and then I was able to get off of the boat and not be talking to him anymore. And, uh, yeah, guns and freedom, huh? Wow. <laughs> and, you, I, and you still want to get a motorcycle. the motorcycle wasn't the problem i want to get how do you know jm you might you might (laughs) get as soon as you start that engine your brain might go wrong (laughs) (laughs) and i'll need to get myself a a gun thrill of the thrill of the open road that's it you'd be like hey i want to live without (laughs) no fucking rules <laughs> on my very tiny beginner's motorcycle that is barely above a, a, a moped. <laughs> yeah, it's barely above a Vespa. It is. Like it tops out at 60 miles an hour. Oh. It's, it's cute. It's a Honda monkey. Um, a Honda really, monkey? Yeah, it's what, it's, it's there. they've got these three kind of small motorcycles. There's the monkey, the Grom, and another one that I can't remember off the top of my head. But Frog. they're all... <laughs> uh but they're all like these just they're they're like two thirds of the size of a normal motorcycle. Oh wow. Yeah, it's really cute. Perfect for a man of my stature. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. So... I still need to learn how to drive. I haven't done that yet. Wait, really? Yeah. For real. Really, really? For real. Huh. Well, you gotta yeah. get a fight stick first off. <laughs> yeah. Fight first, drive later. Yeah, well, you, you learn to drive on a fight stick, and then the, it's it's almost it's almost a one to one to drive okay. in a car. Yeah. Can I use yeah. a pad? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> I, I was thinking of more things that I'm mad that video games don't like that I haven't been educated about because of video games. Oh right, because I oh, mentioned yeah. this a little while yeah, back, yeah, right? Yeah. And this might be my new segment: is me bitching about things that I should have been educated about. Absolutely, here we go. Games. It's JM bitching about video <laughs> games, not teaching him stuff. <laughs> uh, music theory is now on my list, <laughs> um, and it, I mean, it should like that's another one that would be, but. Uh, uh, electrical, like basic electronics, basic electronic, like in electrical work, engineering, ohms, right. amps, volts, yeah. that kind of thing, resistors. How, how to, yeah, what yeah, direction how, a current flows in or whatever. Yeah, all those things. That, I mean, and it's, it's it's very it's relatively simple. Like it's yeah. pretty straightforward. You don't have to use like fucking calculus to learn, you know, to know it or anything like that. Mm. But like, there's all these games where it's like you gotta hack the panel and shit like that, and they like <laughs> make up a fucking yeah. mini game for it and everybody yeah. does it and I'm like why doesn't anybody just do the real thing the real thing is simple enough like yeah. you could like all the shit we learn in video games I could learn that mm. like I could like I was uh know. I was playing Batman Arkham Origins talking of Batman I was talking I was playing Batman Arkham Origins um recently and it was okay um but there's a you have a, a cryptonic sequencer or something um, uh-huh. that is like you you use it to kind of dial into a frequency on a uh, you know to hack into some or bypass some sort of uh, security lock. Yeah, um, and uh, they are set up 
uh, by various characters throughout the game and you have to all you have to do is you have to uh turn the analog sticks in circular motions uh until you uh discover a word so like there's all these words kind of ticking by all these letters ticking by and you cycle through them using the analog sticks until they line up and they create a word or a phrase um and uh, i mean obviously the words are ridiculous so like if if it's in an area where you're trying to get to the joker or whatever then it's like uh i don't know fucking laughing gas or whatever might be one of the things that you have to the word that you have or the phrase that you have to discover and it's like one like that's kind of a lame uh gameplay interaction anyway but secondly like why would the joker have why would his why would his crypto lock (laughs) you know the passcode for this door into his fucking hideout or whatever be laughing gas you know what i mean like the riddler has them as well and his are like uh guess who and shit like that and you're just like what the fuck (laughs) mystery box like question mark (laughs) they need they need difficulty levels for puzzles like that like sure you can have that basic thing for a child are you stupid Choose this yeah. no. uh, are you are you more into the action parts of the game? Are yeah. you are the puzzles just kind of you know something that you you know because a lot of difficulty modes would be like hey you just want to play the puzzles and do the story skip yeah. the action and like so like you know more like puzzles where you've got okay we've got this very simple like turn your fingers till the words meet. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, but then you know, maybe something a little more sophisticated. Especially like... right, as, just to go on about this, <laughs> but like especially right in a Batman game, right? And you're playing Batman. What's Batman known as? The world's detective. greatest detective, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he has to use a fucking Kryptonic sequencer to figure out that the Riddler's password is fucking question mark. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do a q and a yeah let's do the let's do the q and a so let's Robbie do a Q&A. drunkenly asked uh the devolver digital twitter to uh get questions from calls 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 from the public uh and uh so yeah we've got questions from twitter yeah uh so uh you can hashtag ask forkcast uh anytime but uh we sent out a tweet today um where people could send in their questions and we'll have a little uh segment uh every week where we'll we'll try and answer a few of the questions as best we can so um yeah jm go right ahead do you want to go first you want to pick a question well Uh, uh, sure we can we can get rolling let's uh i'm gonna go for one from the hashtag list that i don't see as a direct reply to the tweet which is weird because i think it is but uh uh uh, brian 
says, So you guys brought Metal Wolf Chaos to the West after years of people gushing over it. Have you considered doing this with other strange Japan exclusives like Pepsi Man or Rakugagi, Rakugaki Showtime? And there's a gif here of a man running away from a giant Pepsi can rolling down the street. And the answer to your question, Brian, is no. Uh, no, we have not and likely will not because nobody fucking bought Metal Wolf Chaos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> although, <laughs> although I will say uh, I have a very personal soft spot for Pepsi Man. Uh, so... I would, I would frankly right, love. I guess to we're bringing it a new version of Pepsi Man, but maybe it would be Pepsi Max Man for full style points, as far as I'm concerned. Because what I, would Pepsi Max Man be? Pepsi Max Man would be Pe- uh, like Batman, except he doesn't use a fucking Kryptonic sequencer to uh, <laughs> solve anagrams. Uh, fair enough. Because he fair just enough. he just throws Pepsi at everything. <laughs> Pepsi okay. Max. He so this Pepsi is Pepsi Max at enemies. Are, are you and the enemies with... catch it and go, oh, Pepsi Max. Nice are one. you familiar with Pepsi Man? Am I familiar with Pepsi Man? Yeah, the game that this person is talking about? Yeah, you never heard of Pepsi Man. No, I never heard of Pepsi Man. I played Cool Spot like a normal person. Oh. Well, now <laughs> we're talking. All I see is like this gif of a guy running away from a Pepsi can. Yeah, so Pepsi Man was a Pepsi Man. He was a Pepsi uh-huh. Man. <laughs> what more do you need to know? I don't need to know anymore. I there don't. There you go. All right, go. You pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it was a short game from what I remember. Okay, right. Anyway, <laughs> my pick. Uh, my pick is uh. Do you? Okay, so this is from Ibuprofeno four hundred. Uh, great name. Uh, this person, Ibri Profeno, says, Ask Fortcast, do you put your pants on before your socks or the other way around? Now, as an English man, I put my pants on before anything else. Um, but if you mean trousers... Even your underwear. Yeah, see, here we go, JM. If he means trousers... Um, then I put my trousers on after I put my socks on. Wait, is but pants sometimes, underwear? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah, pants are my underwear. That's what I call pants my underwear. Pants is underpants? Then yeah. what are underpants for you? Just well, your weenie? I just, I refuse to acknowledge uh, <laughs> the, the term. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but pants, sometimes I put my socks on before I put my underpants on. I yeah, just, I just stride around the flat. Yeah, slide sliding on. Uh, well, I have carpets, so I can't slide around on the floor. But if I had floorboards, I would uh, slide around on the floor. I have floorboards, but I have socks with little grippies on them, so oh. that I don't slide around so much. So, do you put your pants on before or after you put your socks on? I it's lockdown. I don't wear pants. Perfect. <laughs> but do you wear? But you do wear socks. With grippies on them, so there I don't slip go. and fall. So, yeah. Ibuprofeno for uh, Ibuprofeno four hundred. JM and I both put our socks on, and pants are entirely optional. Yep. Yep. So it's always uh, socks first. 
Link or Blue Link 13 asks, what is your favorite platonic solid? <clears throat> Ooh. I'm going to go with an icosahedron. I'm going to go with... I'm just Googling something completely random here, by the way. Uh, just ignore that. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. He's probably Googling more about Pepsi Man or Star Trek. Games. Yeah, I'm just sending some important emails. I don't um, know if an icosahedron is technically a platonic solid, but I think it is. Oh, okay. I think it is. So which one did you, you choose? I went with icosahedron. Oh, I like dodecahedron. Yeah? Nice. Yeah. Because that's actually, I mean, other than cube, um, dodecahedron, I can remember learning that word at school and being obsessed with it. So dodecahedron is a good one. I learned it from the movie, uh, the animated version of the Phantom Tollbooth. Oh. Yeah. And uh, platonic solids are so called because? Uh, Because Plato thought they were great. Yeah, there we go. I mean, that's right. But that's just right. They thought they had, like, special properties. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there's the, a pyra- like, a, there's a pyramid. Like, it's four triangles. Yeah. A tetrahedron, And then there's a right? hexa- tetra Okay. Then there's a hexahedron, which is six squares. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, I guess, what, dodecahedron is next? dodecahedron is a 10 sided uh no dodecahedron is 12 isn't it oh it's 12 sides 12 sides of uh pentagons yeah 12 sided pentagon not a 12 sided it's a pen it's a it's an object with 12 sides and all Uh of those sides are pentagons yeah there we go um well, this is an amazing uh, segment already. Um, should we do one more? Calls, 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 calls from the public. <laughs> we'll do one more. Uh, and then, um, yeah, people can send in more questions anytime. We'll answer more next week. Um, so this one has just come in 23 Ooh. minutes ago. Uh, this is from Maya. And Maya asks, if you could live in any game world, where would you choose? Ooh. I think I would choose man that's a good question. Oh, I think I'd have to say Pepsi man. This <laughs> is uh, so why we can't have nice things. Um Oh man, I mean like you know, my first thing is like Red Dead because it's just you mm. know, yeah, beautiful nature, right? Yeah, but that feels a little easy. Um, gosh, I don't know, something where you're maybe like, hmm, yeah, God, there's a lot of good know. ones. To be fair, there's a lot of good ones. Um, um the because like some of them are just would just be fun to be in, even if I don't. If I'm not still in love with the game. So, like, Mass Effect, that was a cool yeah. world. I loved yeah, being that in cool that world. world. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, yeah. Monkey Island would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, except for the Hanging scurvy. out with the pirates and stuff and the yeah. monkeys. Yeah. Um, 
Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, oh, Maya. Uh, Deus Ex. Deus Ex? Deus Ex would be cool. Yeah. It's basically the world we live in, except, you know, a little cooler. Yeah. Um, you could probably use your Batman Kryptonic sequencer there as well. <laughs> I want to live in any that. world where Batman's Kryptonic sequencer uh, doesn't exist. I guess it's also a question of am I living there as like the main character from the game or am I just like a person oh, in it, right? that's a good point. Because like, yeah. If you were just know. someone that was just hanging around and you got to see all the other shit going on that the protagonists get up to yeah that but like i've got to just like be a normal person like obviously any game with like you know a good healthcare system which is most of them yeah it would be cool uh oh it wouldn't be fun to live in but it'd be cool to be able to go to like something like rocket league and be in the audience oh, and watch yeah. a game yeah. that would be crazy good I mean, that's what what they're all going to do eventually is it's, you know, with the Ready Player One stuff Beam is just going to be like yeah. the meta and then you go into the other games within it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, you know, both beautiful and terrifying. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks uh, for the question, Hellblade. Maya. The answer is uh, quite a few. <laughs> let's do uh like can we, i'm gonna i'm gonna sneak one more just okay we'll sneak we've talked more. about this kind of thing before but uh sinful creature at steam powered sin asks uh what do you look for when finding new games to help publish any personal biases towards themes gameplay or art style um yeah uh i mean i really like it when a game features uh Pepsi. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, I don't know really. I don't. I don't think. I think we take a lot of our. I think we take a lot of our personal uh, preferences on board. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they necessarily dictate the types of games that we sign, do they? Yeah, I mean, and we've got it in an eclectic. I mean. You know, the original, like, the main tastemakers being, you know, uh, Nigel and Andrew, I would say, for the most yeah. part. Yeah, well, they've been here, you know, the longest, haven't they? Exactly. I mean, and they're responsible for, like, most of the choices that have been made, um, you know, over time. And, you know, these, you know, in more recent years, you know, it comes to, like, you know, Robbie and I and other members of the team. It's like, hey, what do you guys think of this? Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, so we've got, you know, wide variety. But I don't think it's, I don't, you know, I guess spooky like creepy like you know like like that kind of spooky thing is is pretty strong uh you know for me but yeah. i don't i don't just like th that's the thing like if i like something i don't just like everything that has that art style or that theme you know tacked onto it like i love yeah. you know i grew up loving star wars but these days like i don't really give a shit about most of the things that they slap star wars on yeah um i think yeah i think something that is uh surprising in some way um, yeah whether it be a, a a mechanic or a narrative element or uh even what it does with its visuals or music or it could be anything really yeah. but something that kind of um surprises us uh is always welcome and yeah. uh and and 
but it has to be kind of something that we haven't we feel like we haven't seen before yeah um or if it is reminiscent of something it's uh it's positively reminiscent of something without mm. being an obvious kind of uh copycat or something like that i think yeah i think that's what it's not necessarily like a wow factor that we're looking for i don't think it's that um non-specific or that ambiguous i think it's a little bit more um is there a hook you know is there something that kind of like the last time i can remember this really being kind of like a big unanimous thing was was loop hero which we've talked about many times yeah was it was this it was just so fascinating (laughs) (laughs) you know even though to look at it it wasn't the most visually impressive game and still isn't really you know you could argue um because it's intentionally very basic looking um but that kind of added to its intrigue and its and then the things that it does you know lots of people have had a chance to play that game now so i'm sure they know um themselves but uh yeah it it just got us all talking and yeah. that that's when things that's when a, something really is exciting i think yeah yeah i think the word i use is subversive hmm. like yeah there's something subversive about the game yeah is usually like what'll hook us you know it's like oh it looks like this but oh there's this like there's something unique and uh you know yeah. not necessarily overtly obvious even um, if it's even if it's uh so this was a fun uh quote that we heard someone say when we revealed cult of the lamb uh was like you know it 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 showed it, it, i think uh it was introduced as like oh you know devolver announcing a new game and uh someone said that uh you know they they were waiting they were watching the trailer waiting for it you know to show its hand <laughs> you know like i was waiting for it to like to to become a devolver game and then it did <laughs> you know because it, it looked so cute and fluffy yeah. and it had all these like fun little characters and stuff and it didn't really necessarily look like the type of thing you would expect from us but then obviously all the dark shit came out and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well there you go <laughs> that's a good that's a yeah. good uh, example of what something that we love yeah, and if it's not subversive, it's got to just be really strong, like really yeah. tight gameplay, excellent art style. Like, Enter the Gungeon is a yeah. solid fucking game through and through. You know, gameplay, you know, experience, visual style, music, you know, yeah. the whole game. Like, it's just there's there's just no you know you 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 don't turn that down. Like, that's a solid fucking game. Yeah, and um, some yeah and some <clears throat> some games. Uh, Aaliyah is another one that springs to mind where oh, yeah, yeah. it it, it kind of looks a bit, it looks very different to a lot of other games. Um, yeah. But there's something about the way it played uh, and just the, the kind of the, sh- the feeling, <laughs> the, you know, of, of just interacting with it that was really interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> lots of different things to take into account, but yeah i think yeah the surprise the kind of the unique the thrill of discovering something is cool
was good. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I think we've got one more legit question on here. I guess oh. there's somebody complaining about that we they can't play a lot of our old games on Mac, but I I, I, I can't help you with that. Right yeah. Um, oh, you know what? No, I mean it's kind of which divinity or demon did you pray to to get all your games to be big hitters? Pazuzu, uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and what are the writers for the Devolver Directors on? The Devolver Directs on it must be some cray cray stuff. Love of their family, love of family, and a good night's sleep. High on life, bro. Yep. Just high on life, baby. Just like us. Just uh, like us. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, that draws, I think, another cracking week of the forecast to a close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. JM, do you want to uh, do you want to take it on home for us? Sure, Robbie, I'd be <laughs> happy to take it on home. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Devolver Digital recognize that the currency of our age is attention, and we thank you for yours. If you'd like to pay more attention to us, you can follow us on Twitter at Devolver Digital. You can hashtag us, ask the forecast, or what is it? Was it ask the forecast? Is that what it was, Rob? Ask Forkcast. You can hashtag Ask Forkcast, and if we remember that next week, we'll answer your question. You can join us at the Devolver Digital Discord if you type Devolver Digital and Discord into your Google device or DuckDuckGo or whatever you use. You'll find our Devolver Digital Discord. You can find links to Discord channels and servers for our other games or our other popular titles. They've got their own Discord, so if you're looking for a particular game, you can go there. And you know, from our from our Discord, it can take you on out. We have an Instagram that you can follow so that you can see gifs and pictures of video games. Yep. Uh, and that sort of thing uh, www.devolverdigital.com for all of your video game and pornographic needs uh, I think that's all of them of course you can always listen to the Devolver Digital Forecast every Thursday uh, at forecast.devolverdigital.com brought to you by Fort Parker's Illegal Happy Fun Time Cayman Island Offshore Holdings and uh, y- yep thanks everyone <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Devolve.